Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find out what matters to you, so you can do more of it. Therapy is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 365 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 365. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. We have discussed the story at Tarleton State. Remember, President Dr. James Hurley was on with us last year when certain programs who are trying to make or are making the transition, looking at the possibility of being bowl eligible, and discussed all of that. What Tarleton is doing is fantastic. Bader will see them to open up the year, in fact, in 2024 later on this season. But Steve Urias now is the new AD, the director of athletics at Tarleton State. He joins us on 365 Sports. Steve, thank you very much. You have been at West Virginia, Tech, Oklahoma State, Nebraska. What was it about Tarleton State and this specific time and job that uh, that enticed you? You know, first and foremost, guys, thanks thanks for having me on. I, You know, I'm excited. We're excited to be going to Tarleton State. Looking at the job, I'm going to be honest, uh, you spend a little bit of time, as you've done with, with Dr. Hurley. He is, uh, he's got tremendous, tremendous energy. I've kind of been watching the institution for several years now as they've made the transition. And the other thing is the commitment they made to facilities. It's, when you drive on that campus, you can see very quickly that there's a big commitment to build that athletics program into a Tier 1, Division 1 athletics program. And that's exciting to me. I've spent, uh, you know, 36, 37 years in college athletics, and, and all that has basically been at the Power 5 level. Uh, I always knew that I wanted to, to be an athletic director, and I want to be an athletic director in the state of Texas. So uh, Tarleton State was a great fit for us. Steve, what is the job like as you move into this next level and you are in a transitional phase of growing the athletic department to the FBS level. It's, it's not something that's commonly done. It's not like you, you know, and it almost, it's like almost bringing like a triple a team up to the majors. It's, there's a lot of things people wouldn't even think about that go into this, right? Yeah, there are. I, you know, I think the reality is you sit down and you take a look at where you are, you assess the programs and figure out which levers you can pull 
uh, to move the needle. You know, things are different. I understand that. So whether that's fundraising, whether that's NIL, whether that's uh, all the different things associated with running an athletics department, it's going to take a comprehensive review. And some of that's already been done, thankfully. Uh, Dr. Hurley has hired outside counsel to do some of those things and give us a little bit of a roadmap. But uh, I'm used to kind of taking on challenges and things that are different for me. The one thing that was exciting was to go on to campus and, and be really, really well received by everybody. And I know everybody's hungry to continue to grow. So the game, the sport, athletics, everything is changing, Steve, in what is rapid warp speed. How do you keep up with it? And by the time you guys are set to do what you want to do, it might change 25 more times. Yeah, you know, it's interesting you say that because if you look at the last four or five years, we've had more change in that period of time than we've had in all 35 years that I've been in the business. Uh, It's very difficult to keep up because it's changing every day. And what you've got to do is be able to adapt as quickly as possible uh, hard to predict what it's going to look like. I was sitting there listening to your ad earlier. I I might need an ideal MRI or something <laughs> like that, you know, uh, within the first month just to figure out what's going on. But, uh, you know, uh, it's changed. And some of it's for the better. Some of it's for the worse. In either case, we have to adapt. And I think that's the thing that you're seeing more than anything is that you have to adapt to the ever-changing landscape. Where do you stand on rebuilding the NCAA into something that works for today that can maybe spend more of its time governing college athletics and not in courtrooms? Yeah, and I I think that's the big thing that we have to deal with. Uh, And as you know, we dealt with our own court case here with several of our men's basketball players earlier in the year. Uh, We want to get to the point where we're focusing back on student-athletes and not on, as you said, going to court and fighting those battles. I wish I could tell you uh, what that's going to look like, when that's going to happen. We're going to need some help at the highest level, as you well know. And it, you know, what's that going to look like? Is that federal legislation? Is that getting to the point where student-athletes are employees? Is that rev sharing? Uh, Lots of variables out there that we have to look at uh, and try to figure out what we can do. Uh, it's kind of crazy. You guys, you guys know as much as anything, how much has changed. Uh, I was thinking back the other day when you couldn't feed a student athlete, uh, you know, things other than fruits, nuts, and bagels. Uh, You can see what we do now. It's all changed in a very, very short period of time, what we can provide, and it needed to change. Yeah, there was a ruling last week, I think it is, we discussed it. You can no longer spend money on cookie cakes at a, uh, an official visit, but you could still, like, use NIL as an inducement. It's, it's got, <laughs> I, I wonder this, Steve, and I mean this. How can people who run educational universities and colleges not be able to sit down in a room and get things figured out? I know red tape. I get all that. Laws. Everything the NCAA does now is like being challenged. But how can you just not sit in a room and get something done? Yeah, it, it, that's going to have to happen at some point. The problem is, is is getting, as you well know, is getting everybody on the same page. You see it in Washington, D.C. right now is getting everybody uh, rolling in the same direction. That's hard. That's really hard because invariably everybody has their own objectives. Um, so for me to turn around and say we can get every one of the 
the power five or whatever we call it now, presidents and ADs and everybody in the same room and come out with a, with a plan. I don't know that that's realistic at this point. We just have to do whatever we can to, to mitigate the issues that we're dealing with on a college campus. And it's, it, it, you're right, it changes every day. You were at Tech for a long, long time. You were in the banking industry as well, uh, right out of that for a year or two. Is uh, the financial background, is that now a must for anybody involved in college athletics to have, not just how you raise you know, money, whatever, but you have to have something there? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I, I spent a little over a year on the on the banking side, and I'm going to tell you, I probably learned as much in that year as I had in a long time. And uh, uh, West Texas Bank uh, in that area, and uh, really, really good to see how the private sector works. I'll be honest, the private sector is very, very efficient compared to what we do in higher ed. So it gave me a new perspective. And then the, the finance side allows you to go through and look at, hey, you know, uh, how do you make decisions taking as much of your heart out of it and make business decisions. And that's, that's really kind of where we're headed in college athletics. As you know, it's become more of a business. Steve, uh, is student athlete lost? Is that something now that we no longer even recognize? You know, I, I, I struggle with that because you don't, you don't hear people talking about the academics as much as you did before. I started my career on the academic side of athletics and, uh, I'm hoping the pendulum will start to swing back. I think it will in time because this is not sustainable in the format that we have it right now. It's just not. And, and student has to be in there. I think you guys know the vast majority uh, of Division One student athletes do not go on and play professional sports. I spoke to our football team the other morning out there with Coach Witten, and I told him my ultimate goal is that they all graduate from Tarleton State University, those that have the chance make millions of dollars and donate half of it back to us. Uh, it doesn't always work that way, but uh, we've got to get education back to being a priority. With what you see, with the, even the thoughts that the Big Ten, the SEC might just gobble everything up or separate, which again is speculation, but it's out there. And now the four autonomy conferences with the Pac-12's demise and Oregon State, Washington State, the only ones left, and who knows what happens with them. With this separation-type feeling, is there a concern at Tarleton State, schools of your size who are trying to get into that level, that by the time you do, it will also be another separation? Yeah, you know, and, and that's a great question because, you know, we don't know how big that gap will continue to grow. And, and it is growing, the, the haves and the have-nots. Uh, I can tell you, though, I would not have gone to Tarleton State University were there not a commitment to fund our program at the highest level that we can uh, and and grow the program. Uh, are you an Ohio State? Are you, you know, a Big Ten budget? Absolutely not. We all know that. But I, I do worry about being able to compete at that level. But but we've got to do everything we can. It was fun to be around student athletes there. Uh that were super excited about getting out on the field. Uh, yeah, I heard a little bit about NIL, but not as much as I, I hear in my current role. Steve, uh, Tarleton State, uh, uh, the commitment is there. Dr. Hurley, when we had him on, was fantastic. And uh, he reached out to me when you were brought in on Monday officially. Thanks for being a part of it. We will talk again soon. See you, in fact, in what, September 
when Tarleton State plays at McLean Stadium against Baylor. Absolutely. I look forward to meeting you guys in person. Yes, sir. Steve Urias, Tarleton State Director of Athletics with us on 365 Sport. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.